that day, the fourth big week of the Omer, Parashat Emor, here in uh, New York City. And uh, uh, we know that uh, Parashat Emor, we didn't include uh, all the holidays. And uh, the idea, the idea of all the holidays is a, a way to connect to the Creator. How do you connect to the Creator by doing the holiday? We know that Passover is the right column and uh, uh, um, uh, Sukkot is left column and the middle is Shavuot. We're going to study it today. But first, I would like to start with Zor Emo. We're going to go Pasuk by Pasuk, verse by verse, to take it to the next level. Last week, Parashah, it was Kutoshim. We study about keeping yourself holy by keeping the mind in the right place. Here, it's talking about Kohanim, the priest. <clears throat> Not priest like in a church. That's a name that was given in English. Kohen was the right Kohen energy of the Israelite or of the Jewish people. That's what Kohen was. So you cannot call him priest because he might as mislead you. Remember Hashem al-Moshe, they never they're not allowed to be uh, impure themselves. <clears throat> What's the reason? What's the connection that it's written uh, uh, man or a woman, if they will use black magic or they will use power to bring the dead back, uh, they should be dead. Why, why it have to be next to the word Kohanim? What's the connection between the Kohanim and that? Because God told the Israelites and Parashat Doshim to purify themselves from being holy, that's why he said now also for the Kohanim and also to the Levites. How do we know he spoke to the Kohanim? He say, say to the Kohanim. Not talk, say. You know, he talked to the Levites. As it's written, and also to the Levites, you should talk. Say and talk are different. Say is more zeher and pin. Talking is malchut. Say is more soft. Talking more harsh. So everybody will be found righteous, holy, and pure. Righteous, holy, and pure. And I'm sure some of us are asking ourselves, what's the difference between righteous, holy, and pure? Righteous is people who justify whatever happened to them. The negative thing happened to them, they justify it. They find what's great about it. Holy is a person who reaches such a high level that there's no difference between up and down. And pure is a person who goes to mikveh, if it's a man or woman, go to mikveh, uh, study more spirituality, and meditate that through spirituality, everything... Uh, will be purified, will go to a purification. Why does it say the children of Aaron? I mean, we know that the Kohanim, the first Kohen was Aaron, and his children must be a Kohanim. We know it from God. I don't know the other children. He want to emphasize, God want to emphasize to Moses, not everybody who comes from the tribe of the Levites can be a Kohen. Only the children of Aaron. Of course, the question raises why. 
כי אהרון הוא התחלה לכל כהני העולם, אהרון is the beginning for all priesthood, כהנים of the world, again I'm not talking about priests like Catholic priests or church kind of or some level of priests, we only talk about כהן, and כהן it is a Jewish כהן from the family of אהרון only, who serve in a temple or the tabernacle, that's what כהן is. So when you find a Jewish person by the name of Cohen, not necessarily the Kohanim, sometimes they just like the name. So Cohen has to have almost like a certificate that is 2,000 years ago when the temple was destroyed, it belonged to the family of Kohanim. I met two or three in my life with this type of people from 2,000 years ago. Most of the Kohanim ran away after the temple being destroyed to Tunisia, to North Africa. And from Tunisia they went to Libya, they went to Morocco, they went to Portugal, You know, so that's, that's the area. Kedela asot shalom ba'olam. So why did God choose only the children of Aaron to be the Kohen? After all, what is the main job of the Kohen? To bless the world. On Yom Kippur, the high priest, the high Kohen, there's one, one, one big Kohen, what we call a high priest. They're doing Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the day that we pray for, for, for the world. He's going to the holy place called Holy of Holies. Uh, today we don't have it because the temple is destroyed. Right now there's a mosque on it uh, and Jewish and Palestinian fight who it belonged to and who it belonged to, uh, which is becoming a political campaign, which I'm really not interested to get into it. Who's right, who's wrong. I'm just telling you that that spot, that place used to be where the Kohen Gadol used to go and bless the entire nations. Not just the Jewish people, everybody, all the 70 nations. That was his job. If he would think about himself for a second, he will die on the spot. So people asking questions, so why now when people go there, they don't die? If the Kohen, which is a, such a holy person, will die, how, because the place has not been activated. It might be a physical place, but it has to be activated spiritually. That pipe above that, that's called the pipe that brings the light from above, from the endless all the way to here, that's, it's look like a needle going from above to below, that is blocked. So there is no light there. Yet there is a memory of the vessel that used to be there. And that's why a lot of Jewish people go to that place and cry for the memory, because they cry, they're supposed to cry for the memory that, that the vessel that used to draw such a amount of light. But of course, today a lot of people are busy with the cry, with the tears. They're not busy with the desire. The reason we cry is the awakening the ishtokekut, the last, the desire for the light to come back there. And when the light come back, there will be peace in the world, there will be no more chaos and all this and that. So for that reason, you know, it doesn't matter what religion you belong to, you have to pray that the Jewish people eventually will go back and build a temple because it will be good for all the nation. 7.2 billion people will be happy once the Kohen do its job. It's not only the Jewish people. So we have to pray that that will happen. But why Aaron? Why Aaron was chosen to be the first Kohen? Because his path, his behavior, was all about one thing, peace. How to bring peace between people, how to bring peace between husband and wife, how to bring peace between partners, how to bring peace. The story about Aaron, that if there is a wife and husband who fight with each other, he will twist the story. He will go to the husband and say, you know, your wife told me she loves you. But she has a difficult time to say it. And he go to the husband, he go to the wife, and he tell them the same story. And then they 
middle and they make peace between them. That's the beauty about making union between people. Not like today that everybody create fight between the other people to these people. So that's why he become a Kohen, a priest, a real priest. Because God wanted to bring peace among the angels involved. Because also in the angel they disagree about a lot of things. Some say create human, some say don't create human. To his work, he brings union into everything. And that's the hardest work in spirituality. To bring peace between people. To bring peace within your family. To bring peace between your children. To bring peace between you and your wife. Between you and your husband. Between you and your business. Between you and your cars. Between you and your house. Even your house. When you walk into the house in the morning or in the evening, say hello house. Thank you for hosting me. Don't take your house for granted just because you live there. So he said, Rabbi Yehuda Patach, Marav Tufcha Shel Tzafat Ali Recha. Marav Tufcha, Kamu Ulyon Ve'akar Or Ulyon, Shilka Tov. We know that the light that God created, called Tov, T-O-V, meaning good, or goodness. Shilka Tov, Vayar Elohim Eta Or Kitov, as it's written in Genesis, that God saw the light, and he said, that's a good light. Vezehu Or Aganuz, which light we talking about? Or Aganuz, the hidden light. Through the hidden light, God is creating a lot of goodness in the world. And God not preventing this light to flow, and through that the world will be exist. You hide it to the one who fear you. You hide it to the one who respect you. Why do we need to fear God? Why do we need to respect? I mean, people ask me, I just say, oh, I'm into only loving God. You can't truly love God until you have fear and awe and respect. If you love God, it's almost like say, I'm love ice cream. You know, when you go going to buy ice cream, are you dressing the best expensive suit before you buy ice cream? No, because it's ice cream. So love can be a cheap word if it didn't go to the filter of fear and respect. So before you meet God, Respect, have some fear, have some change your attitude, then you can love. But if you just love, I love fish, let me kill it. Love is dangerous because love can you can love bad thing and you can love good thing. So for that reason, that light is only hidden to the one who has ira, fear and awe. God created that light already, that specific light. But this light is hidden. So what light we are connecting to when we connecting? We connect to some memory of light. But if you want to connect to the real light, ask yourself, do you have fear and respect of God? Or you just love God? You're already there. I'm loving God. Wrong. When you sit right on the table to eat, to drink, to work, to study, and there is a chair next to you. Do you see God sitting there? That's the level of Yirah a human being need to have. And then the light starts to reveal. They say the Baal Shem Tov, the only Baal Shem Tov. Uh, a student said, we want to feel the level of Yirah you have, the level of fear and awe you have. And he said, it's dangerous. He said, please. He said, put your hand on my heart. And at that moment, uh, some of them almost died from that feeling of fear because they felt something. So there is two types of light. 
One light is Oraganus, the hidden light, tell us about that. It's hidden to the righteous people for the future, but it doesn't shine in this physical world. Second light, Tov. Second light is called Tov, T-O-V, Tov being good, that is drawing from the Oraganus, that we're drawing it from that hidden light that belongs to the righteous only. And that's what, how we exist. So the way we enjoy the light of the Creator is by drawing the light called Tov. Because that original light was shining from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. When God, who saw the wicked people, and we should not take it literally, what do you mean wicked people? Uh, God is kind of taking a microscope and looking at the wicked people. He saw that they are here. He hide that light. Now you might ask, why? I mean, why is that gem? Is God afraid of the Rishaim, of the wicked people? Why, why is he hiding that light? What's the purpose of it? Why the person? But that light will be shined to the next chapter of life because the person is not here to stay. We are here a visitor. But the next chapter, the light will be available for righteous people only. Who are righteous? People who justify that whatever happened to them is the best thing that can ever happen to them. But what with the wicked people? Why? The point is like, what is a wicked person? person who's he or she busy with himself. Now, if you're busy with yourself, and I'm giving you more, I'm buried. So what do I need to do? I need to prevent you. Prevent you. Why prevent you? Because if I'm preventing you from getting more light, I'm preventing you from destroying yourself. It's almost like somebody has itchy part of his skin, a mosquito. And it's got itching it and itching it. And then he said to me, Ali, oh, can I have a knife, please? I really have to itch it really strong. And I'm giving it to him. I'm actually destroying him until he will kill himself. Same thing with the wicked people. It's not that God doesn't give them light from a point of judgment. God doesn't give them light. That's the merciful side of God. So they will not destroy themselves. That's a beauty. I hope you understand that. It's a very big secret here. Anyway, so it's a, let's talk about it now. Come and be old. When a person is about to die, he's sitting in the house of his sickness, three messengers come to him, and he see whatever he see, and those, these days called the day of judgment. I'm in verse five. Why do you call it the day of the judgment? Because at that day, God is asking for his collateral. He's asking for what he gave you back, gave it to you, which is the soul. The collateral is your soul. And how did you deal with your soul? Are you busy coveting everything you don't have? Or are you busy being with gratitude for everything you have? I'm not saying having no desire is good. And I'm not saying not appreciating or too much appreciation is good. You gotta find what you call the center call. Appreciate and desire at the same time. So that day is called the day of judgment. God is asking collateral, which is the soul. And God is telling him, did you give it back to me the way I gave it back to you? At least fair between two friends. You borrow a car. I gave it to you. You're supposed to give it to me clean and nice with gas, like, like you rent the car. Same thing. The soul is rental. The soul is rental. The soul is not yours. 
So he raises his eyes as he dies, and he sees the angel of death. And the angel of death has the sword. I'm sure you, you, you know the whole story about the angel of death. He has a sword, he has eyes on the sword, Kisamara. And he's busy to destroy the body. There's nothing more painful the separation of the soul from the body. And the person is not dead until he sees the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah is basically the all manifestation of the life of the Creator in this world. We're not supposed to see it or connect to it because the Holy Temple is not here yet. Until the Jewish people do not build the Holy Temple, every time you see the Shekhinah, it's the day of death. But if the Temple will be built, you can see the Shekhinah, you can even dance with the Shekhinah, which is the whole female aspect of God and the manifestation aspect of God. So the nefesh has to leave the body after he sees the Shekhinah. And we know which soul can claim that you can dance with the Shekhinah in this generation. So what happened after the soul leave the body? The body stay empty. We're not allowed to leave the body empty. You're not allowed to leave the body empty. You have to bury the body. You have to bury the body. Because the person will stay dead for more than 24 hours, it's not so good for the soul. Why? Because within the body, enter all kind of forces. <clears throat> and also, a second reason, what if God wants to make sure that that soul will be reincarnated? Without burial, there is no chance for reincarnation. That's why people do cremation or other kind of thing. I understand it's modern, uh, to put it in the, those cement thing, whatever you call it. I don't believe you want to know the name. Bury. Bury. Why bury? Because body belongs to the dirt. Soul belongs to heaven. Very simple. Everything has to go back to where it came from. The body came from the earth. Why do we call it Adam? How do you say earth in Hebrew? Adama. How do you say human in Hebrew? Adam. Same roots. Bring it back to the roots. Why are you stealing? You're stealing from the land and bury it somewhere else? Or burn it? What kind of, what kind of behavior is that? You're a thief. Bring back to the ground what you took. In the same day that he died, okay, same day that he died, we have to make sure we bury him. The soul cannot come in front of God and cannot be reincarnated right away if you don't do the burial correctly. And you cannot give another body. So why, 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 why delay it? Yeah. And I'm continuing verse 8. Another reason, when the soul wants to separate from the body and go to the upper world, she cannot go to the upper world and receive a new body. You know how the new body looks like? With light. With light. That's how the new body looks like. With light. That's the only way she can enter, okay, after the burial. After the burial. That's how important the burial is. At the point, I mentioned Ira, I mentioned the fear. So I need to explain it a little bit better. So, what is Ira? We know we are in the Omer time. What is the Omer time? Passover is the time that God took the Jewish people out of slavery from Egypt. What does that mean, took the Jewish people out of Egypt? They were not Jewish yet, they were evil slaves. It turned them from the slave for Egyptian 
slave for materialism into slave toward God. So once the choices we have in our life, slave. You're always going to be slave. Can you get out of being slave? Yes, by saying I don't want anything, but you can't. Because if you say I don't want food or water or, or, or pride or all this, you're going to die. So you need to have desire. And the desire is important. But if you are slave to your desire, you went back to Egypt. If you are slave toward the Creator, there is endless opportunity up where you can go. The way to start is called Yerah. So on Passover, you receive a gift. On Shavuot is when the Jewish people stood on the Mount Sinai and received the Torah with Moses. Between those two days, there is 50 days. In those 50 days, we're counting. Why we're counting? There's a preparation every day to think about what we got to do, how we got to get better, so we can have the right cup, the right vessel to receive the light of the Creator doing Shavuot. This is very, very important understanding, and I hope everybody understands. So I'm, I'm reading from Sfat Yamed now about this time called the Omer. Bamidrash, Irat Hashem Torah, Omedet Lav. Bamidrash say, the Yirah, the fear of God, the fear of God, and the respect of God is very important. Very important. Why? If you look at Aaron, Aaron, going back to Aaron, always fear. Always has fear. All of this because of him, Kohanim only come from Aaron. Only Aaron can give birth to Kohanim. Nobody else can do it. Not even Moses. Moses was a Levi. Aaron was a Levi too. But God took Aaron and said, from your family, you know why? You have Yira'a. You have that awe when you walk into a place. Remember when the kids go to Toy Store for the first time? It's unbelievable. Wow, exciting. You have an awe for what you see. Sometimes you see a rich kid that they bring all the toys to us, to the house. He never went to a Toy Store. Beautiful. And nothing wrong by being rich. If you can have Yira'a. And you see the kids disrespect the, uh, what do you call it, macaroni, uh, cheese and macaroni, I think it's called. Macaroni and cheese. And you see the poor kids look at macaroni and cheese like he found the holy temple in Jerusalem. What's the difference? Yira'a. Yira'a is the same letter as Lir'ot, to see. Morash and Yitarea, Aaron, Zachal, and Dorot. Amidrash Vaikra, Mebitiv et Hashem, Chedorash al Aaron, Dine Yira'at Hashem Lechaim, Yira'at Aromemut. What is Yira'a? What is the Yira'a, the right Yira'a we're supposed to have? What is the right awe, the right respect, the right fear we're supposed to have? It's called Romemut. Yira'at Romemut. Because there is Yira'at Apachan, there is an awe of fear, and there is an awe of respect. The awe of respect is the ultimate goal, what we need to have. So when you walk into a place of prey, you have to feel that God is in the entrance waiting for you. So it's called Romemut, give you respect. The Kohen, Oved Hashem Amikdash, Analav, Chalalav Mora Shamayim, Kemalach Esheret. So when the Aaron Kohen used to walk in the tabernacle or the temple, soon, Bebirav Yamenu Amen, he has an awe of Romemut, an awe of respect before he's walking in, and like an angel, like an angel called the Sheret, Malachi Asheret, that's when he walk in the temple. Deita, En Midotav, של הקדוש ברוך הוא, כבשר בדם, מורה על הקרובים יותר, 
ודרך אגב, זו נשארה מאוד. בעיקר היראה במלכות שהמצווה היה בבית המקדש. Where is the יראה קפו? How do you get more יראה? How do you get more fear and awe and respect toward God? How do you get it? It used to get it from the holy temple. That's the holy temple is to generate enough יראה for everybody. Because all what this generation missing is יראה, a respect. You know, a person get angry, break a window of the store of his friend. Why? Because I'm angry. He has no respect for the value, not of the store, not of his friend, of that glass that was made by a factory, that was made by someone. You know, somebody took some time to make it. Have some respect for that. Everything has to be respect. The towels you're holding, the tissue paper you're holding, you have to have respect. When you do it with everything, you're a happy person. Because everything is, wow, wow, my car is going. That's called Yira'a. But of course, that's on a superficial level. You gotta be taking it into spirituality as well. The real completion the real idea of making it in life is Ira. How much all respect and fear you have toward the Creator. It says in the blessing after the food. God will never miss a penny in your pocket if you have Yir'ah. You never have to worry about money if you have Yir'ah. Mimashma, then Machsor Shalom, Ikari Al-Cham. So that means there is no lack of peace. So why we see a war between Ukraine and Russia, two crazy boys that didn't play enough with the toys, uh, start throwing bombs on each other like it's nothing. People are dying. Doesn't matter who's right. I don't want to know who's right. I know people are dying. You are right, you are right, we can talk about it later. We can go to the room, I don't know, play, play some backgammon, tennis, golf, shishbesh, or chess, and fight. But you cannot fight when there is a life of people involved. You can't do that. It doesn't matter if you feel you're right. It doesn't matter. For the whole the right, you can't kill people. You can have an argument, you can scream, you can yell, you cannot touch the body for another human being because it's not your body. It's not your body. You, 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 God created that body. God created that soul. Nobody has the right to hurt another human being. Can't do that. Can't do that. You want to fight? It's normal. You're a human being mixed with animal. We all have an animal kingdom within us, angelic human within So sometimes we're explosive and we get angry. But raising the hand on another human being, who gives you the right to touch the property that not belong to you? You don't have Iran, that's what you think. You can raise your hand, you can shoot with a gun, you can throw a missile. If you have to protect yourself, that's a different story. You have to, the Torah is telling you, you have to protect yourself. You know, what can you do? You're in a situation that people come to kill you, you're allowed to prevent that killing from happening, and sometimes it's by killing them. But that's not a political campaign. This has to do with respect to the human body. So it's say, Aaron was always looking for pieces, that's all, say, here this fundamental thing to Shalom is Why Shalom is such an important thing? Why peace is such an important thing? Because when we say Shabbat Shalom, why you say Shabbat Shalom? Peaceful Shabbat. Shalom is one of the name of God. Those of you who study Hindu, in Hindu there is the word Om, but without Shal. So they only have the Vav and Mem. Om is supposed to be Shalom. So the Shin and Lamed is missing. Shin represents fire. Lamed means elevation. 
I cannot go to all the details, it's a lot of Kabbalah, deep stuff. So, just the basic. Lachem Zachar Shalom. Why do we call Jerusalem the holy city? Why do we call Jerusalem the holy city? Because Jerusalem is the holy city because Ayira is there. The Yira is there. Always the Yira. The awe, the fear is always there. When you walk into the western wall, whatever left of the temple, you feel Yira. You feel something is going on within your heart. You cannot help yourself. Don't help yourself. If you have a spiritual soul, you feel something. You feel something. That's why Shabbat calls Shalom, as I said before. That's why Shabbat calls Shalom. For that reason, all this parasha is talking about that Aaron will not. Uh, uh, make sure he stay pure. He stay pure. How do you stay pure? By having You're going to pray. Wait. Am I have respect and fear toward God? I do. Good. That's how you know you're doing it correctly. So I'm just skipping that part. And it say, We counted the Omer. Sheva Shabbatot beyond Tiena. Kinyan Shalema, Kol Dabar Asher Yavu Ba'esh. Ta'adi Ba'esh. Ken Ba'ayim. Kol Midot. Midato Shel Aaron Yishoresh Atara Vikara. Ken Yikara Atara. Ibamidah Zu. So, the purification happening during the Omer. When we're counting the Omer, we're coming with the Ira, hopefully everybody counting, and meditate that I will have within me more fear, more awe, more respect. In the 33 days of the Omer, which is in the, the death anniversary of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, so the purification end up exactly at that time. Why exactly at that time? It's Ot Shebeot. We will give lecture all night with the help of God. Hopefully I will feel well uh, and we'll be able to run this lecture from here in New York City. We also print uh, a new Idra Zuta uh, with English and with Hebrew. Uh, everybody should get it. Translated by uh, the holy, 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 uh, wonderful woman by the name of Michal Ricardo who helped me put it together. Without that, it wouldn't happen. Okay, just to let you know. So just to let you know, whoever required that, I think it's for sale, or it's uh, digital, it can come to you, uh, and you should read it. It's the first Idra Zuta in English and Hebrew. The whole Omer is through the coin. What is the coin doing? He let the wheat or the barley fly, which is all Hosev, returning like, when I'm going to go into it in a second. If you want to get Yirah, stay awake and and study. Don't stay awake and eat some muffin cake, cookie and coffee, cappuccino. You know, vente or latte or whatever. No, 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 no. Study. Study. And hopefully, make sure you reach Debbie so you'll be on that link that hopefully I will be able to teach all night till the morning uh, a lot of secret of uh, Kabbalah. Now I want to move into another section. So here... It say, Lama en zayin yamin b'shavuot. Parashat emor, okay, in Kuf ben Bet, in 142. It say, why? Why there is only one day in Shavuot? I mean, Pesach is seven days, Sukkot is seven days, Shavuot, one day. If you're in Israel, if you're outside of Israel, you keep two days. Arkenium azeh shavuot, shukav emtsayin. 
שעבוד איזה סנטר קולום, and it, it is for זער אנפין, שנקרא ישראל, who is זער אנפין? the Israelite, the Israelite. What is the Jewish people doing in this world? I mean, most people don't want to talk about it, it's nervous, oh, don't say Jewish, don't say this world, why not? You need to know what the Zohar said. Don't you want to understand what it means? Because the Jewish represents Zeher Anpin. What is Zeher Anpin does? Chassadim. Chassadim. You cannot receive only for yourself. Being spiritual is not how many hours you meditate. You meditate one hour, who is there? Who do you share it with? Just yourself? You're not spiritual. You just do an act of spirituality, but you're not spiritual. It's an act of spirituality. It's like me wearing yarmulke, but it doesn't mean that I feel that there is always somebody above me. So the act itself is beautiful. But if the meaning is missing, it is not beautiful. Very simple. So Shavuot is center column. include gvorot, include receiving. Our purpose in this life is to draw light only if it's included within it a purpose to give. If I only draw light without a purpose to give, that says same light I'm drawing will go against me. And that's why we call it one and one day of Shavuot because it's only one tree of light. Everything is connected to that tree. ביום שלו, the day to designate the tree of life is the holiday of שבועות. אחד הדברים שהוא קשר הכל באמצע הכל, it's in the center of everything, like it's written in Genesis, and the tree of life is in the garden, because there I'm being, which is the tree of life, is in the garden, in also mean in the middle, in the middle between Pesach and Sukkot, and it includes all of it, right and column. So Passover is right column, so court is left column. So what do you build in Passover? Your ability to give, your ability to be generous. Generosity. Generosity is spirituality. What do you build in Sukkot? Well, you sleep in the street. I did, last year I slept behind a dry cleaning. Not, not comfortable. But then you build the left column energy. How much you really want it. So you humiliate yourself. You lower your level. Of fulfillment, so you can want more because that's how you build the left column energy. And Shavuot is in the center column. And this is the center column because that's the Torah. What happened in Shavuot? The giving of the Torah. Giving of the Torah. Giving of the Torah. The five books of Moses. Within the five books of Moses, there is all the secret that's coming after. If you don't follow the five books of Moses, you're not going to get anything. ושבח על האמונה שהיא מלכות כשל כל דאגה של הגר, כי כל הנקשרים בקו האמצעי, ועד ברוך הוא מה שזרק זכר דבריו. So what is the point רב אשלג סיינג יר? רב אשלג סיינג, because the Torah is ARP. The Torah is only חסדים. That's why a real Torah starts with Vav in each page. Vav is the three, third letter of the Yud Kevavke, which is ARP. שהוא קו האמצעי. ושבח על האמונה, bring glory. 
and kindness to the emuna. Emuna means belief or certainty or uh, trust or faith. But emuna also means malchut. This is malchut, the receiver force. And that's how you, and what is the malchut can receive? The malchut can only draw the light from above, which is gibra rishonot, which is ketachokmabina. Strong desire bring the highest light. And all this unite together on Shavuot. Amar Rabbi Yudah said, Rabbi Yudah, thank God that I asked this question, and thank God that I got the answer. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, said Rabbi Yitzchak to him, Simcha, happiness, shira, song, singing, uh, future will be with the Israelite. The Israelite can refer either to Jewish people, or either to spiritual people who practice Judaism in their own way, singing to God, the same glory and song that you sing on the night of Passover, the night of the Seder. Why? Because at that night, night of the Seder, there we know that the light revealed at that night was supposed to reveal at the day. That's why it's written in the Agadah. Those of you who read the Agadah, the rabbis didn't know if it was a daytime or nighttime. Okay? So that light, that light was revealed then, was Itaruta de Leela. It was an awakening from above. It came from God. We had nothing to do with it. On Shavuot, because we count the honor for 50 days, we build down the vessel, because vessel is number seven. Seven times seven is a 50 day. It's a 49 plus one. And we have down the cup that can receive the light of Shavuot, which is the original light in Passover. Thank God that we are capable today to reveal to you those secrets Make sure, don't be shy, to share this video with everybody that you know. Make sure that you share it at least with 10 people. And every time you share it, you say, Keter, share. Chochma, share. Netzach, share. Malchut, share. You know, 10 times. Thank you and have a beautiful day and all the best.